pre-show shenanigans for uh before we get into a big big preview of a big divisional round weekend everett uh, i got a fun little story for you guys so today was my first time ever getting blood drawn ever in my life i've never had it done before uh i don't know why i had to had to get it done it was also my first time with a like a, an adult doctor not my pediatrician i think that's the, what's the pediatrician primary care I, doctor i essentially just went from pediatrician to doctor uh yeah you, he got the big boy doctor yeah, now I, I just went to doctor uh so i guess they they had to take my blood or something i don't fucking know uh but when i was first asked the nurse comes up to me and i didn't know that i had to get my blood drawn okay like i, they I was always surprise you with that one no no, no I, I was not aware uh so when i show up the uh like nurse comes in and is like oh like have you ever had like your blood done before and she didn't say drawn like i i specifically remember so like have you ever like uh done so like blood or some weird vague question and i was like yeah, of course. I think she's talking about the little, the thing you put around your arm and they squeeze. I think she's talking about that. I'm like, uh, duh, who the hell hasn't done that? Like, yes, I've done that before. And she's like, oh, okay, perfect. Uh, let me just check your elbows real quick. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, let me just see the inside of your elbows. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? She's like, oh yeah, let me just, you know, see which arm would be better. I'm like, I am kind of putting it together at that point, <laughs> but still not exactly. And she, uh, and she just says elbow. So I go like this, try to just show it. And she's like, no, 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 the inside of the elbows. And then I knew immediately. I'm like, oh. oh, didn't know it was that type of blood thing. And then I immediately knew. And she was like, oh yeah, the, the inside. I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, but uh, anyway, then she gets to the process of, you know, picking which elbow. And she's like, oh, let me just feel that. And then she grabs the the inside of my right weenus and uh just starts was this the weenus that like, you the, was this the weenus you prior no, this hurt? is the weenus i had a zit on and it okay literally the most excruciating pain of my life but she jabbed me right there there's still a little still a little mark I'm not sure if you guys can see it. yeah your elbow is probably feeling me. nice and sore right now it's actually not that bad but when you extend your arm tomorrow you're not gonna be able to extend well, it hey that's that's a tomorrow problem but she picks my right arm, squeezes. She's like, yep, yeah, this is the vein. I'm like, oh my fucking God, or whatever the hell. Then she jabs that shit in me. Of course I'm looking away. I can't be watching this. And I kind of thought this was going to be like a, like a 10, 20 second procedure. No, 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 no. That shit was in me for it. I would say it felt like two minutes. It was probably like a minute and a half, maybe not even, it probably wasn't even that long, but it felt like forever. And uh, halfway through, I just had to take a look because I was like, is, are, are they still taking blood out of me? And honestly, it makes me cringe just thinking about it right now. <laughs> but I go down to look and I just see two vials yep. of my blood. And oh my God, I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, look back. Never, uh-uh, this is the last time I'm doing that shit. Uh, I, I'm sorry, guys, but I will not be a blood donor. Yeah, unfortunately, you don't get a choice whether or not you uh you are gonna be doing this again in the future. Okay, well, thanks for making me feel better. But holy no shit, problem. that was an experience. One oh. uh one time, by the way, one time I I uh, I went to I went to urgent care because I I had some shit fucked up, 
and um, it's the middle of the night. It's like 3 a.m. I'm tired of shit. I feel like shit. Like I've been vomiting, like terrible, right? Get there. They're like, all right, we need to draw your blood. I'm terrible with needles. I always have been. I've never been a fan of getting my blood drawn. This woman who drew my blood mm-hmm. stabbed me five times before she actually hit my vein. Five times. Now, thank God. Thank God the nurse that I had one time in and we were and we were off to the races but wow now that whoever did that needs to be put on trial war crimes war crimes <gasps> we're playing we're playing everybody they, they, they shouldn't actually go on trial J- just straight to prison skip the trial. straight guantanamo bay <laughs> okay but uh yeah that's a story of how i got my blood drawn and how i i guess i'm an adult now 21st birthday coming up for me. I guess that's when I'm an adult. Or yeah. I I I yeah, sure. Sure. I mean no, but sure. All right. What is going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Waterboy podcast. Today it is episode number 84. Antonio Brown shout out. Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on with Antonio Brown right now. I don't know if you want to shout him out. I I We'll leave it I at just, that. Just I leave it at I that. I don't have him on Snapchat, but I just heard just leave it allegedly what might have happened on Snapchat. I don't um, think that there's allegedly in there at all. I, I think that no, it's no, it, it happened. But it happened. <laughs> but AB, we'll leave it at that. On on a different note, I mean, Randy he calls Moss's himself number. Called, also, Randy Moss's number. Just on a uh, on a side note. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can go that. <laughs> that route. is that's true. I I and on an even 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 Smith and I. Even bigger side note, Irv Smith's number. I mean, he obviously is the most important player out of the three. So Yeah, no, I mean, most famous, most well-known, and will have the greatest career when it's all said and done. But there's no other way to start off this episode. Um, yeah. I'm bringing up the GOAT. Yeah, the GOAT. Um, yeah, so the GOAT, um, the GOAT played in his last... Uh, last game ever yesterday, actually, uh, believe it or not. So Did go out with a dub? The GOAT, though... He went out with a dub. And, and, you know, some of you guys might not be thinking, well, it, 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 it might not have been that, that important of a, of a game or, or a match. Uh, you know, it was just, just the first round, really, uh, of the tournament, of the playoffs, whatever. You're, but uh, Optic Skump, uh, he came out on top with a dub and, and retired this morning. So we want to shout out the GOAT. Optics yeah, that man has been around since we were in elementary school. Literally. So I'm uh, Everett. I guess we um, guess we got into to Call of Duty a little earlier than most. I a little would say bit. so. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, may, maybe it's influenced me now. But I started playing Call of Duty when I was in second grade. MW2 was out when I was in second grade. So I mean, yeah, shit, you started much much before I did. <laughs> Much before I had I to play, it was MW2, guys. But uh, no, I was not allowed to play. I, I had to sneak it. My parents did not let me, by the way, so I didn't actually play that much. But Optic Skump, I've been following him literally like a professional athlete, like a I mean, he player. is a professional, or was, I guess, a professional was. athlete. Uh, was. Literally, I've been following him closely, if not like more closely than almost any professional sports player. Well, he is a sports player too. So Yeah, he is. Give him the respect. Any any professional ever. So uh, Optics Company retired. I I thought to myself, 
Wow. Uh, in honor of Optic Scumpy, uh, all you haters don't be mean after that voice crack. If you get that joke, shout out to you. Uh, I was saying to Everett this morning, out of people I've never personally met in my life, Optic Scump is a top 10 most influential person in my life. And I, you know, if you grew up watching Call of Duty and you, you were into a little bit of that competitive Call of Duty scene with like Scump and Nade Shot, if you haven't heard of Scump, you probably might have heard of Nade Shot, maybe. He, I mean, that, the they, 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 they do the have like a, a, a nice clothing line. I think 100 Thieves has a, has, a, has a pretty solid clothing line that people purchase from. Yeah, I think, but like they, like Carl Anthony Towns like tweeted out like, shout goat. out Scump the Goat. Like so many like professional athletes were just tweeting at him. So I'm, I mean, I'm sorry Scump to interrupt real quick, but somebody's playing the John Cena intro song in my house right now and I can hear it through the wall. I can't hear it, but I kind of wish I could. And all, all I hear, all I hear, all I hear is it's John Cena. Are you sure they're not listening to the prank call? uh, Oh my god, that was a glorious. Because that seems more likely than just randomly playing the John Cena (laughs) theme music. That was a great video, iconic Um, video. But yeah, uh, yeah, Optic Scumps literally the goat. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I, we were texting back and forth about this. And uh, I, I came upon a revelation. Tom Brady has outlasted yet another goat of a of of a sport. I don't know what the fuck this dude like. He is he is he is outlasted Kobe Bryant. He's outlasted Scump. He's outlasted Michael Phelps. Uh, he's I guess Usain Tiger Bolt. is Tiger. Still Tiger Tiger's still playing. He's still kind of playing. Yeah. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. Um, Aaron Rodgers, maybe. Aaron, we'll see. Aaron Rodgers, we'll probably. See. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Randy Moss. I guess Randy Moss kind of started before him. But I, let, let's let's go let's go back back to goats. I mean, the the only goat other than Tom Brady that's still going is Joey uh, Jaws Chestnut. So oh yeah, when, well when Tiger's we still going it, technically. Yes, I I I'm pretty sure he's, he might. Yeah, just he's be still playing going. with his kid. He's I playing with know. his kid. I don't I don't I don't keep up with golf. I'm not quite a dimple head uh, like Everett, but no, yeah. Federer, uh, he outlasted Federer. Oh yeah. Now, like that's those and are the Serena Williams. I think about. Serena Williams retired too. I'm pretty sure Serena's still playing. I mean, no, I, I think she retired. I once again, I have no idea. But Optic Scump, that's just that's just another goat, goat of my childhood down. That you know, it pains me to see. And you know what, Everett, I. This could be a clip. I, I'm going to list my top three most influential people that I've never met in my life, okay? Kobe Bryant, Urban Meyer, and Optic Scumpy. Those are the three most influential people that I've never personally met in my life. I don't know how uh, how good that's going to go over with Urban Meyer after last year, but all right, we can go that route. All I'm saying... Urban Meyer has taught me so much about now. If you had I, Antonio Brown in there, we no, probably no, no, would no, have an not, issue. Not Timothy. He's not in there. But my my favorite Urban Meyer quote of all time is if if you can't get this far, six inches, if you can't pick up a fourth in inches, then you're not a championship football team. That's one of the greatest quotes of all time. Well explains a little couldn't. <laughs> explains a little bit. Ooh, okay. The Jaguars right. couldn't okay, either right, last right. year. That's, 
That's enough of that. But okay, that's enough of the goat talk. Uh, now we can transition to Tom Brady goat. Um, Everett, yeah. I know, I know that we're we've kind of been thinking Brady's definitely not retiring. But I'm gonna be honest. After hearing that press conference he gave, that was a little strange from Brady. The way no, the way I just I don't think that it's strange. I just think that it just means he's not coming back to Tampa. I I, I was thinking that too initially originally, but. But also, like, he's... I don't know. Was the weird part for you him thanking, like, the journalists and that kind of thing? No, 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 no. I, I'm... I'm in term, Well, uh, let, let's just talk about, like, his post-game comments first. First, I was... Just, like, the, his tone and the way he looked, like, just standing up there. I don't know. Maybe he was giving me off the vibe, like, all right, I just lost... I'm, this isn't my last game, so I don't really give a fuck. He also got demolished, like his worst loss in the playoffs, yeah, like bad, ever. Bad, bad. I, I just feel like the, just the whole down the stretch of the season as a whole. Like I know we were big on the okay, he's done with Drizel. Now he's all football, Tom. I think that was definitely his mindset at at one point this year, but I'm not sure if it's still the same after he finished out the season. I don't I think know. That, I think that he's, I mean, he made it to the playoffs. I think he still has that taste. Like he wants to go out with a bull and, or at least go out like on top of his division. Like he wants to get like some accolade and go out with that accolade. And I think that the way that he was talking, like one, it just kind of made it seem like he was just done with the bucks. And like, also like it was the worst loss that he had had with like, with the Bucks, worst loss in the playoffs he's had like in his entire career going into that game at home, like all that also, like he's kind of thinking like the journalists. And I think that in part might've been just like there, they stopped really talking about Giselle and that kind of thing. Like they just kind of let, let him be and let him like finally let him be alone. Yeah. So he's probably thinking them for that. I, I wouldn't read too much into it. I think that he's going to be back. I, I don't think that, I think that he physically can't retire now after this season like i think he has to do like one more he'll probably be on like a one-year contract for some team i Might could be see on one-year deals just for the rest i don't know how maybe i, next that, I mean that's the year, way that i would do it i mean any I team will give him one-year one deals years. he could i mean any knowing him he could do one-year deals with every other 30 the 30 other teams in the nfl he hasn't played with and he'll do it for the next 30 years like who the fuck knows yeah i but, mean that dude's i mean built, I, I could see him just different. doing one-year deals and i think that he's probably just gonna Probably not going to be with the Bucks next year. I think that he'll end up going to like the Raiders. Could see him go to uh, uh, the ultimate challenge would be going to the Jets. That'd be the ultimate challenge. Could see, I don't think that's going to be. A, I don't think that's a challenge. No, no, just like team wise, legacy wise, take the Jets, take the Jets to the Bulls, the yeah. Patriots, the Bills. Don't like. Just I mean, all yeah, of there, those factors. That. I could more. I could see internal him. factors than like actual. I mean. The Jets and Brady. I mean, shit. If Garrett Wilson had Brady. That he could go back to the Patriots. <laughs> like, I don't think. Uh, I don't think Bill would take him back. Bill would one hundred. Per- Bill fucking no, Bill- hates Mac Jones. No, no, but Bill hates Tom Brady more. No, he does not. Yeah, he does. They no, he did does not, not get along. They did not get along at the end. They, yeah, they did. No, they did not. If no, anything, it was not. on Tom Brady's side. No, no, no. It, it was literally Robert Kraft picking Tom Brady over Er signaling Tom Brady over Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick was like, fuck that. I'm, I'm yeah, that's not, that doesn't have to mean that he hates Tom Brady though. I, de- I'm 
almost positive they did not get along at the end. But all right, okay. So speaking of Brady, though, if we want to go into this last game uh, that we we uh, had said that Ezekiel Elliott was going to retire at halftime for Steal the Salvation Army Bowl, and yeah, we did not Tom quite Brady. Get those predictions didn't right. quite go that Dak route. Prescott joining the Bucks at halftime, requesting a trade. <laughs> didn't quite go that route. But what did happen, which somehow we didn't jokingly guess, which I fully thought that would be something we would. Brett Maher missed five extra points. Four. No, five. No, he made the last one. He went oh, one he, no, five. I thought he took six and he made one of six. No, no, one for five. If he missed five effort, oh my God. Hold I, on, I'm going to fact check this. I know it's four. You can check, but I know it's four. He, can, he went one for five. So that's, that's fine. I'm going to check this. Hold on. That's all right, but no, Brett, okay. It's not crazy to say that Brett Maher... Well, prop like it wouldn't surprise me if he's not kicking for them next week. Like, if you go one for one for five in a playoff game on one for extra five points on yeah. extra points, that should be the gimmies. He should not be kicking next week. Literally anyone else. Like he had a good season, but the playoffs are different. Clearly, he does not no, no, have. He, he cannot go back out. If I was him, I don't even know how I. And you're you're playing you're playing in San Francisco next week. By the way, I don't even know how you can. They're playing in San Francisco next week. Oh hell no! He's shaking everything, everything, everything. And I and I thought my I thought Noah Ruggles was bad. Holy fuck, Brett Maher! Oh my god! I mean, I'm surprised. Like, I mean, it sucks for everybody who had the over, but uh, I mean, fuck. Thoughts and prayers of the over betters. If that if the over in that game. It would have been six and zero on overs. For the if week. if Brett Maher can come back and just make everything next week, I will truly be impressed. That solely, might be the most impressive thing. Solely because I watched Blair Wolf shank one thirty yard field goal, and for the rest of his career, he couldn't do shit. I mean, to be completely honest, like Noah Ruggles, if I was him, I don't know if I could ever kick a football. No, again anytime right you look at the goalpost, now you're gonna see that fucking kick. You're traumatized, you just hear wide left. Hey, know. it applies I, to I, me too. It applies to me too. So I can joke about that. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think everybody kind of came into this game thinking that like the Bucks were going to come out and and I'm not. I mean, yeah, I mean, we were definitely high on that train, but yeah. I mean, the Cowboys just looked so bad past couple of weeks, and Dak looked so fucking bad last week, last week of regular season. Like he threw a pick in every single game for the last seven weeks. Yeah, and then he just throws four touchdowns, no interceptions. I will say though, the Bucks defense looked fucking horrible. Lost. 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 Literally, I don't know how else to, to say it than just like just blown assignments all over the place. Just dudes are wide open. They were looking like the Vikings out there, dude. Oh, don't, 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 don't say that. That's mean. no. That's not <laughs> mean. It's as low as I can go. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I but uh. On to the other, the other goat of this generation. I, did Aaron Donald casually retire over the weekend? He just. I'm actually kind of surprised we haven't heard more about that. Yeah, there really hasn't been much uh, coverage. And there on also that has been like no update on it. Like no, nothing from his agent, nothing from him, nothing from the Rams. I haven't heard anything. And like I, I, I think I might have just been scrolling through Twitter and saw like Jalen Ramsey tweet like some like sad face or something, or like, or like. 
it's going out like this or something. He like he changed his like profile bio to like former defensive lineman. No, 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 yeah, but I was saying Jalen Ramsey was also like tweeting some weird cryptic shit. I don't know if he was commenting. Do you do you also think though that like it was was that before or after Sean McVay said he was coming back? It was. I think it was after. I mean, I don't know, like. Who knows? It might Aaron Donald, like it got leaked what yesterday or two days ago. No, it it wasn't leaked. Like, or no, no, I'm saying the screenshots of him. Like, I'm not sure how it was. It happened like it happened on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, that was after McVeigh said he's coming back next year. So then I really don't know why that was up in the air. I and then I really don't know why that happened. I'm not gonna lie. Interesting move. I don't know. Like. I know that he was, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if he retired at this point, to be honest. Like, I can fully see that happening. Also, looks like Sean McVay really doesn't care. Like, he told, he, he's coming back, but he told all of his staffers that they can go and get other jobs. So, yeah. I don't know how committed Sean McVay is right now, even if he's back yeah. next year. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, they also don't have any, like, they have, like, no picks this next draft, too, right? So, it all yeah. comes down to, to free agency and what they're going to do there. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do anything. Yeah, because they also don't so, have any fucking cap. Yeah, and they don't have any picks to trade. <laughs> so, so I mean, if I'm Aaron Donald, like I, I, I probably wouldn't want to go to any other team. I've made millions of dollars. I can chill in L.A. Like I don't need to sell my house. Why not just retire? I got my Super Bowl ring. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. like I wouldn't be surprised. And also, like if Sean McVay clearly doesn't care, he's telling his staffers to all they can all go look for other yeah, jobs if weird, they want to. Weird in the Rams right now. Weird, weird. There's weird some stuff what what is going on. In Los Angeles, what is going on? Speaking of what's going on in Los Angeles, Joe Lombardi was fired. Oh yeah, that's we're making what's some going really on. cringy transitions here, and like they're uh, all unintentional. Uh, no, I actually thought that one was perfect. Uh, I definitely think the listeners will get a kick out of that. that <laughs> like, these are all Joe like, Lombardi really... out, quarterback coach Shane Day out, and then linebacker coach out. So Chargers are making moves already. Everett, what about the Vikings? And uh, when they, they fired at Donatel already, right? Oh, they oh they didn't. No, they did Everett. not. What's going on? I don't think anybody. Oh, I, I, don't I, even know I no no no. I know knows. what's going on. I know what's going on. I know what's going on. Ed Donatel, he he's going to retire this weekend, but he wants to build up and he wants a week. He wants a, a week worth of people saying, please retire and do it for us so he can get some type of praise. He wants some, some positive, some positive some comment, positive vibe some positive. when he goes out. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get that. I also I think, think there will like, be at least one Vikings fan that says, thank you so much for retiring. You have helped our franchise. I think there will the, be the at Vikings least one person. Would post, they would post a thank you, Ed Donatel, kind of thing like the Texans did for Lovey Smith. <laughs> yeah. That'll be enough. Um, but he's gonna retire this week. I mean, I fucking hope so. The, the the issue now is, if he doesn't retire, he re- re- is retained on staff. Like I could fully see Kevin O'Connell being the guy. He's just like kind of too nice. He doesn't want to let anybody go. He doesn't want to make those tough decisions, and he keeps everybody on staff. And he's just like, we didn't have the players, the right players, the right fit for that scheme. Even with that said, you had some of the, I mean, at least going into this past year, preseason, right? You had some of the top players in the NFL at their position groups, or at least thought so. Harrison Smith, Eric Hendricks, Daniil Hunter, 
Zadarius Smith, Dalvin Tomlinson, Jordan Hicks was thought to still be one of the better linebackers, right? So Patrick Peterson was still thought to be pretty good. Like, so you have all these players that, that have notably done well across the NFL in their careers. There's a little just bit more get, to that than them just the sucking ass. They have to suck ass in your system because your system is ass. So I don't really, I think that that's futile. If you want to keep a three, four, that's fine. But also don't, don't be sad when the star players you want to keep, not saying that they should be kept, but that you would want to keep are like, nah, fam, we good. And they dip. Yeah. Yeah. So Vikings definitely got to make some moves. This literally reminds me a lot of Ryan Day at Ohio State and how he kept Al Washington, how he kept. Uh, also, though, like there's there's like people people have like uh, made the change. people have like a strong Harry connection Foods. with with their like first draft pick. Like that's the thing. Like GMs and and their head coaches, like the first draft pick they ever pick, their first first rounder. Like they always like stick with that guy like that's their boy like for mike zimmer it was anthony Barr. like that was that was his child like no matter how shit he was he was going to be on that team mm-hmm. i feel like that's kevin o'connell with his staffers though like his first defensive coordinator his first offensive coordinator like they unless they retire or leave the team because of other opportunities they will not be fired. And I think that that is a fucking terrible thing. Yeah, no, I, I we were talking about it last episode, but Kevin O'Connell, we're going to judge him more on the defensive moves or lack of defensive moves he makes and what he allows to continue happening on defense. Like, if you're an offense guy, your offensive play caller, you're kind of giving the whole defense to the DC. You're kind of letting them run the whole show. You're not really involved like much on a play-to-play basis, like with the defense, like in-game, what I'm saying. You're more focused on your offensive game plan if you're play calling. So with that like perspective, Ryan Day was letting Kerry Coombs run just this fucking awful defense for two straight years. And Kevin O'Connell was letting Donatel run the whole show last year. So if he lets it happen again, Everett, there's going to be angry mobs pitchforks and fucking torches outside of kevin o'connell's house that says a lot because minnesotans are normally very just passive no i i was obviously exaggerating there but like i mean i wouldn't be surprised though because the one thing that we care about the most out of any sport in minnesota is the vikings don't really give a fuck about the timberwolves no yeah don't really give a fuck about the twins because i mean they're both bad we care about the wild but also like you have to be like true minnesotan to really care about the wild yeah yeah like so, i don't i no, don't vikings, i like vikings i follow the wild the wild are like my hockey life, team man. i know like two players on the team <laughs> like i'm not a true minnesotan through and through so like that's the difference they are my hockey team but i do not watch them unless i yeah, go to a game I, I feel like there's a large portion of correct me if i'm wrong but there's probably a large portion of kids you knew that just grew up playing hockey yeah. and, if that, and if that's the case then you're you're probably more likely to get into that shit yeah no for I sure so, i mean we we are like the hockey state the state of hockey yeah no yeah you're like the the u.s hockey capital of the world i mean we do have the minnesota the all hair high team. school all hair playoff Literally, team. like some of some of the funniest videos you can find on the internet. When, Just, when, when that, when, I don't know when that is, but when it is, we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to do we'll, a segment we'll, we'll on it. We'll do a reaction. Yeah, no, no, we'll break it down. We'll, we'll rate all of the, all of the hairs. 
you know, all of their hair. Okay. All, all right. Let's okay. Let's transition here. Also, I feel like this might just be a shorter episode in general. No, yeah, um, it, it, it will be. It's okay. Let's transition. <laughs> let as I like literally get my mouth like on top of my microphone. Yeah, I I'm assuming that gain is very low on you. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, because my uh, mouth. If you look right now, it, I am, yeah, it's touching. I am it, touching it's, my microphone. It's touching my mouth. It's touching the mic. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Let's. Let's go through uh, this next week's set of games. Uh, we did not go 60%. I went 60% last week. You did not. Um, so I'll let you choose the games. Yeah, uh, this I went, week. I went three for three, made some awful. Well, not up to our standards. Yeah. I, yeah Just not up awful. to our the standards. The box pick was fucking awful by me. That was awful. That was awful. <laughs> hey, but... I mean, to be fair, like everybody was riding it. Yeah, I mean, I can still, I can go to sleep saying I trusted Tom Brady over Dak Prescott in the playoffs. I can, I can go to sleep fine after saying that out loud. But went three and three last week. Uh, my like long term playoff predictions from uh, the last episode is not like, not fully like my Super Bowl team's still in there. My NFC AC Championship are both still in there. But just my whole the logic NFC is bracket just got thrown a out the fucked roof. up though. Yeah, no, no, my whole logic has just been thrown out the roof. So. Um, changed up my thought process a little bit. So we got Jags at Chiefs and Giants at Eagles on Saturday. And then, oh my God, what a Sunday. Bengals at Bills, Cowboys at Niners. Holy shit. What a Ooh. Sunday. That's going to be interesting. An interesting test for Brock Purdy. Like, now this is the thing. I wasn't thinking about it last round because it was it was Seahawks Niners and I know I'm divisional throw everything out the window, but that was, that was a weird one where it was like the Niners are, are just going to win. But now I ask the question, Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott after picking up a playoff win. I mean, Dak looked pretty good, but Dak also pretty fucking good after he looked pretty good, but also Brock Purdy had the best quarterback game or game by quarterback in the playoffs, like by ranking stats, anything like he had the best game. So I'm going to go with him. Oh, okay. Now this is one thing I want to say about Purdy. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of also, hold on. Can I, like can I just go back? Off. Can I just go back to the Cowboys game real quick? Can I just go back to the Cowboys game real quick? Um, I don't know if you saw this, but Jerry Jones mid game, the the owner of the Cowboys, yeah, yeah. Jerry Jones mid game, and I I don't know I don't know I, where you're going with this. This so is I'm pretty sure that this is true. <laughs> mid game tweeted out, "If you can kick in our no, currently no, in the no, stadium that was right fake. now, that was fake, but that was come that on was down funny. to the field. We got a jersey. No, that was fake, but that, that was funny though. It got it got RG three. I, I trusted RG three. I saw like I saw like another like uh, troll tweet where. Uh, it was like a fake job posting on like the Dallas Cowboys uh, website. It's this place kicker location, Dallas, Texas. So funny. But uh, no, yeah. I mean, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I am trying. I out. would be rooting for Brett Maher to not be kicking next week. Let's find someone else. Yeah. Like, he's also uh, okay. been on that team for a while. Is there an argument for carrying two place kickers on the roster? Let's say you're in the Super Bowl. People Brett do Mar that. Though. They're on the practice squad. Like they, they have practice squad kickers. But but call them up on game day to like fill one one of the uh, roster spots. 
is there an argument to have two place kickers on the team now after well, seeing I think Fred the, Mar the, did? The, like a kicker whose job it is, right? That like that's your job to kick a football no, 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 I know. through two posts, right? But the yips like, are the yips. Like like Ninja, like Ninja said, how fucking hard how? could it be? Like how, how hard could how, it be? How do they just miss kicks? How do you just that? miss that's kicks? Like, like okay, if you if you have a kicker that, like but next we're week, all thinking at the same time whenever our kicker like next like, week, how the fuck next week if I'm the Cowboys, yeah, I might I might take a second kicker and put him on my active roster. But like <laughs> on a general on a general game, like unless my kicker really has been struggling lately, then I I'm not gonna waste a spot doing that. No, no, I, also, I, I, I know. I also I know, have to cut somebody to get them on the team. Pret, Pret Mar, we you're done. You're we're done here, son. You're I guarantee here. you, he's gonna go out and just like. What if he just some four for game. four next week? <laughs> I, I I honestly, honest to God, think that if he misses the first kick next week, it doesn't matter if it's a field goal. If it's Anything. if it's an extra point, if it's even a if fucking kicks, kickoff and it goes out of bounds, the kickoff out of bounds, literally, like he's done. Mentalist out the out the window. There's no. He's getting cut right after shit. the game. He's walking home. All right, uh, let's do no uh, game selections. You already read out the games. I'll let you do your picks. Uh, yes. Time to do some picks. Chiefs. I don't want it to happen, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to be correct here, guys. I, I don't want it to happen, but Chiefs. I want the Eagles to win Everett, so I'm picking the Giants. Bengals, Cowboys. Sorry, you mm-hmm. said Bengals, Bengals Chiefs, Chiefs, Giants, Chiefs, Giants, Bengals, Cowboys, but I'm rooting for the Eagles. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about, Everett. Okay, this is this is my this is my list. All I'm right. picking the Giants because I want the Eagles to win. Okay, like I I so know. So you think the Eagles, the Eagles will win? So you think the Eagles will win? I want them to. I'm rooting. Oh, for Oh right, them. you do want them to. That's right. No, no, yeah. no. Emotionally, I emotionally, I, I forgot you are a lifelong Eagles, Eagles fan. Fly. fly, yeah. Um, but because of that, Giants. <laughs> we probably should develop like a, a GIF or something of you specifically. Just for whenever my team, saying fly eagles fly. No, just for when it. Well, I mean that would be great, but just for I in general, good. whenever like you support a team, like it should just be like, uh oh, blank fans. Guess Uh-oh. who's Watch supporting out. you this week? And yeah, it's just I, I'm new. like, it's like the new Drake curse, the grand. No, curse. literally, it's fucking terrible. All right, yeah. here's my here's my here's my fix. Bills, Chiefs, Forty oh, Nine. You're, you're out of order. Holy shit. But go Bills, on. Chiefs, 49ers. You went Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Giants. Okay. I went Holy AFC shit. then NFC. Oh, I went okay. AFC then NFC. I'm going full vibes with the New York Giants. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I also just think that the Eagles are going to shit the bed in the playoffs. And like the Giants have a week behind them already. I don't know why, but I've done the mental math in my head. It, it, I don't know why, but I feel like past couple of years other than Bengals, but i feel like we've had a really long stretch of one and two seeds beating up in the championship games and i feel like this is the year where shit hit shit gets dicey. Well, like all these teams shit are like really good and i also think funny as funny as it is though like the 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 giants have had a a heritage a a, a lineacy of playing dog shit in the fucking regular and just, season and, and just, just fucking blowing shit up in the playoffs now so and <laughs> also like look this is an interdivision game forehand throw everything. everything out the window 
this is a playoff game. So throw everything out the window. So it's throw everything out the window squared. And this is the divisional round. So throw everything out the window cubed. Now, wow, holy shit. Um, we're talking quad, we're talking quadratic equations here. Oh, we're yeah. talking fucking exponential shit right here. Uh Everett. Now, now you got me thinking. Let's let's play a game. So I have the NFC Beast winning next weekend. I have I have Giants Cowboys matching up in the NFC championship game. These <laughs> okay. are my predictions. I'm God I'm help full, us all. I'm full beast. Okay. God I'm help us all. On I the cannot beast. deal with the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Uh whoa, whoa, whoa. Giants would hundred percent beat the Cowboys in the NFC championship game. I fucking hope so. But now that you they said that they'd won. lose. Now that you said that they're gonna lose if that happens. No, 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 no. I'm rooting for the Cowboys. I, I want Zeke to win. I'm sure you do. Super Bowl, bro. And Noah Brown. Giants, I got no connections with them. I hate Giants players. Kayvon Thibodeau, public enemy Saquon. number one. Penn State, fuck Saquon. You don't fuck with Danny Dimes? He 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 look just looks like a classic like grocery bagger at Trader Joe's. So no. <laughs> um but no yeah i i'm 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 kind of i'm kind of now yeah i'm sorry giants fans i just jinxed you uh eagles are gonna win now but i'm i'm on giants i am okay so i want to break down i want to go through each of these games um specifically i am so why don't we start with what's the first game on saturday uh jags chiefs uh let's just okay what what do the jags have to do to pull this off i think first things first they're gonna have to get to an early lead. Well, okay. I honestly, I don't think you can play catch up on Mahomes. No, you you you, you can't really play, team, ca- but not Mahomes. You can't really play catch up on Mahomes. But also, like the Jaguars have had a, a situation where they've been coming back in games. They can come back, so. and I don't know what the fuck Doug uh, Doug Peterson has in his it, like what he does for his fucking pep talks. But like, they are they are on a different fucking level right now. Uh, I guess if you ask Jackson now, they, now they here's the thing. Also, by the way, Jackson. by the way, by the way, another revenge game this week. Jaguars have played the Chiefs. Jaguars lost to the Chiefs, seventeen to twenty-seven. Oh, okay, okay. Middle of the season. <laughs> Just keep in mind, like hard yeah, to beat a Trevor team Lawrence twice. Is pissed. Trevor Lawrence is fired up from that one, Everett. I'm with you. Fuck it. Let's go, Jags. Let's let's uh, what, what what was his what was what was Trevor Trevor Lawrence's like pump up speech? Like we when he's like, hey, like, let's go I, out there and show them what we got, guys. Let's I don't I don't consume any Trevor media, uh Trevor Lawrence media. Trevor actually had a pretty good game. He went 29 content. for 40 that game, 259 yards, two touchdowns, uh, no interceptions, but he was sacked five times. Well, the thing, the Chiefs, you, you can put up points on them. Like, that is possible. Like, that is possible to do. It's just, I, I'm very I, curious. It seems like, it seems like the, right the, the thing is going to be on, it's going to be on the defense. No, it's going to yeah, be the trenches. Gonna it's down. really going to be the trenches, okay. actually. Going trench, trench talk here. I think that it's, it's, it's going to be on the trenches. Cause I mean, Trevor Lawrence got sacked five times last night. I, I don't think that that's going to happen again because I think that once it happens once, it's pretty fucking hard to fuck it up a second time. Cause you kind of see what they were doing in theory. Yes. In theory. Yes. 
So if that's the case, I mean, like you can bring something new against that Chiefs O-line, hopefully get some more pressure. And obviously their players have developed a little bit more since that last game. They've, they've gotten some more pressure. They were getting some pressure on um, your guy, Justin Herbert, when they were They playing. were also blocking very well. They're, so, in my opinion, they held down Bosa and Mack extremely well. Well, the refs did too, but that's a different story. Um you're going to be held if you're Joey. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I see it being the trenches and I think that this will be a closer game. I also think Doug Peterson's like experience in the playoffs specifically is kind of like what people are underrating right now. Like I have, I don't really hear giving the Jags a big, I don't really hear anything like about that. I think that that's going to be the big thing. Also going into Arrowhead, that's where they played already once this season. They played the Chiefs in Arrowhead, so they've been there. They have experience. I know it's the playoffs, so obviously it's playoff a little bit Arrowhead's different. different beast, it's so. a playoff atmosphere, but Arrowhead playoff is Arrowhead. always Arrowhead is always loud. Arrowhead is always no, no, no. I, I know. Just crazy. I, I, I'm forgetting which pro was talking about it, though. It was it might it might have been Tony G. I mean, he. I'm well. I'm not sure if Tony G played in the playoffs when he was in Kansas City. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't fucking know. But. As a guy who played in Kansas City, I, I think it was him who was saying, like, it is different. Um, real quick, Kansas State upset Kansas in college basketball. Yeah, no, college basketball is nuts this year. The, the top blue bloods are not good. Like, Duke, Kentucky are not good. North Carolina, who's returning everybody, they're not good, actually, believe it or not, ever. It makes no sense. Their whole team's the same team as last year, yeah. and they're not good. Um. Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll be getting into college basketball talk soon, I bet. I'm going to guess after the, the Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, but we are an NFL podcast as the NFL reigns supreme. Uh, football, thank you. Oh, yeah. I, I do think Chiefs is just going to be a tough, tough. Yeah, I, but I, I think I think that people are going to discount discount the Jaguars. And I think that it's going to be a much. I like Jaguars game. plus eight and a half. I really like yeah, that spread. I, I agree. Like, at, at the minimum, give me Jags first. Half also, spread. like the Jaguars, you literally cannot start any worse than you did last week. Yeah, no, 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 literally. If you're Trevor Lawrence, picks in the first half, like it literally cannot be worse. You got your anxiety out. Like and, it was a really yeah. young team. Nobody has really any playoff experience. First playoff game, you got all those jitters out. Now you're you're just in go mode. And there's a bit of a bit of a factor like Lawrence versus Herbert. You know, two of the young guys going up against each other first time in the playoff. Maybe there was a little bit of that pressure on him too. I do think though, if you're Trevor Lawrence. You got to be fearless in this game if you're going to take down the Chiefs. You, you cannot play timid. You cannot play scared. If you're going to go take out Mahomes, you got a big dick energy. I need to see that out of T Law. I need to see the next Peyton Manning. Okay. That's that's who's going to need to We saw up. it in the second half last week. I'll tell you that. We saw it in the second half. Trust me. I'm, I'm well aware. And I also saw it in the second half when Clemson played Ohio State. So, yeah, okay. All right. Let's move on to this next game. Yeah. But what, uh, which, which game is Giants, the next game? Giants, Eagles, Saturday night. Uh, now we both have Giants in this game. There's obviously a little bit of, a little bit of passion behind you against the Eagles, but this is kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, Giants, no one's giving him a shot in this game. Or at least that's what the Giants are thinking. And I just feel like, that's just going to make a dangerous team. I think Dable really has the locker room and the boys on the same page. They seem to really have a good culture in place. That's something I, I kind of question about my chargers from last year, but I think the giants culture and what they got going under first year head coach Dable, like they, they're a well-oiled freight train Everett. They're, they're a fucking, they're on the same page. 
That's what I mean by that. They're playing together. They're playing team ball. So, and it's a divisional opponent. They're even more motivation, even more fucking fired up. Tough to beat a team three times, Everett. I'm fact-checking that. Yeah, so they, the, the, the Eagles stomped the Giants the first time they played them at MetLife, 48-22. Uh, to 22. The final week of the season was the last time the Giants played the Eagles. Um, the Eagles were playing all of their starters, it looks like. Uh, but the Giants were not. The Giants lost by six points. Not They were playing Davis Webb at quarterback and lost by six. So I don't know about you, but it's looking like the fucking Giants are knocking on that door. Okay. okay and that's in okay. Philly, too. I know that. I know that. Obviously, it's playoffs. It's Philly. It's the same kind of situation yeah, yeah. as Arrowhead, right? I'm sure Tough not that many people gave a fuck. <laughs> and they probably didn't really go to that last game. But wait, wait, wait. Which one? The last game uh, versus the Giants. Like, oh, oh, the you're fans. talking regular season. Yeah, regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the the Giants players probably don't have as much experience with like the Philly fans because they're still kind of young. Brian Dable doesn't really have as much experience in that field because obviously he's a first year head coach, first time he's traveling to Philly with the Giants organization, but there are still people there who do have that experience and they've already played in a really loud fucking stadium with the Vikings. Like we are one of the loudest stadiums in, in no, the that's NFL. That's also a very tough so environment. We're not, we're not, our fans aren't dicks like Philly will be, <laughs> but I mean, uh, we, we're, we're loud. Um, we do like throwing paper airplanes on the field, but yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was like a thing you guys do. Yeah, like I, they give us pamphlets every game, and every game we throw fucking paper airplanes onto the field, and every time some security officer comes and fucking yells at some kids who are doing it. Ruins but, the fun, huh? So, I mean, I have this as a vibes pick. It's really hard. It's hard to beat a team twice. It's it's exponentially harder to beat it three times, especially when the last time you played them, they were already getting up on you with their backup fucking quarterback playing and their other backups like Saquon wasn't even playing that game. And they're riding the high right now. That's not an emotional win versus the Vikings. That is a playoff win. There is no emotional win like L next week kind of deal. Like there's none of that. You celebrate every single round when you move on in any league in the playoffs. Every single round when you move on, you celebrate. That's just a thing. But there's a difference. There's a difference. There's still a difference. No, no, yeah. But I, a um, lot of people are actually so, like, oh my God, Giants just played their Super Bowl. Huh? Now, they obviously treat the Vikings with a lot of respect, but I don't think the road's done yet. I think they treat the Eagles with more respect. And also on top of that, like this is an interdivision game. These yeah. teams know each other better Hate than each other anybody else they hate each other and they know each other better than anybody else yeah if anyone my logic for those throw, throw everything out the window this could be a blowout for either team it could be a total low scoring affair you really Anything don't know saquon play. could get 200 rushing yards he could get 11 21 like <laughs> who knows i still think i'm going with vibes i'm going with the giants i also think that the eagles are really overrated i I, last time I saw them play in the playoffs to last year, to Tom Brady absolutely fucking dismantled them. That Bucks defense obviously was great last year, but also shut Jalen Hurts down. Like it looked like his, you know, you know the video of the dude from uh, Oklahoma State who was going like this, like his hands, was like his hands were like jittering. It was like a first first year for like freshman quarterback. Oh from, yes, from yes, I know like exactly this. what you're talking. That's yes, that's yes. Jalen Hurts in the playoffs. His hand, he's going like this. Talk that shit, effort. So, Talk it. I'm not really concerned. Okay. Jalen Hurts okay. might run for a decent amount. Jalen Hurts might might come in and and get a couple of passing touchdowns, maybe a rushing touchdown. But there's going to be some turnovers there. There's going to be some bad 
bad looks because when the lights shine the brightest on Jalen Hurts, he shrivels up. National championship game, playoffs last year, shrivels up. So give me the Giants. Okay, all right. The, I keep in mind, I will say this. I don't I don't hate Jalen Hurts. I hate the Eagles organization, <laughs> but Jalen Hurts has historically sucked ass in the playoffs and on any level. Yeah, I I he he did get benched in the natty and Tua came in and won it. But I I I'll give Jalen Hurts credit the following year. Uh, Tua got benched at halftime. Jalen Hurts came in and won the SEC championship for Alabama. So I I'll give Jalen I'll give Jalen a little a little something. But yeah, he hasn't shown the NFL yet. And I guess overall. But what, what happened when, record, when he was so. at Oklahoma too, by the way? Well, that's that's different. You and you know Lincoln Riley defense with Alex Grinch. It's a whole different thing. You know he didn't have Alex Grinch know. there. He didn't have Alex Grinch. Yes. Alex Grinch from Oklahoma. Yes. Oh. Oh. Alex Grinch actually went from Ohio State. Oklahoma. So yeah, okay. I, I know right. Grinch. I know Grinch. Well, do you have anything? But, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just going to go on to the Sunday games. I, oh, I you don't gonna... have anything for that game. That was it. You don't have anything for the Giants game. Uh, pretty much. I was just thinking like Kayvon's kind of came into his own lane. Johnson's going to be coming back in his first game in a while. They're going to have to get the pass rush going. They're going to have to be in Hurts face. They're going to have to shut down the run game. And I think, Kayvon might have to play some also, big, Dexter big Lawrence, ball. He had five by pressures last week. Oh, Dexter okay. Lawrence was fucking putting. I think we're ready. I think we're ready. Uh, okay. So I saw a lot, a lot of debate over the weekend. Quinn and Williams or Dexter Lawrence. I think right now people are, and Chris Jones are, are like the three top interior linemen. I guess Aaron Donald's out. So yeah. So don't, don't flame me. Aaron Donald's retired. So he's not, he's not included, but out of just interior D linemen, those three are kind of the names. A lot of people are floating or, around right now is top three. I, I might give D law that nod over Quinnen. Dexter Lawrence vast. Okay. And I'll be honest, I fucking hate Clemson players. I don't like to give them props at all. Like Clellan Farrell had some questionable, um, a questionable uh, gesture he made in the 2016 sugar bowl uh, against Curtis Samuel. Okay. Uh, you can look that up if you'd like. Clellan Farrell, Curtis Samuel. Maybe just remember the Raiders fight. drafted him for character. Just remember that. It adds up. I mean, Henry <laughs> Ruggs, Damon Arnett. Okay. Let's not go uh, there. Character but, okay. picks. Bengals, Bills. Uh, Kayvon's <laughs> got to step it up. All right. Kayvon's you're going to end up. that last segment with the character picks for Damon Arnett and Cleveland Farrell and rugs but okay Bengals oh, bills god Bengals bills okay now last game first things first i just want to say a lot of Bengals fans out there are saying well we beat the bills in week 17 we were up 7-3 and we were driving now that is true and it, things were looking well for the Bengals. but if there's anything we've learned in the nfl this year there's no such thing as a safe lead that game Unless was in Cincy too, wasn't then, it? Then it spot. was in Cincy. That game was in Cincy. That game was in Cincy. Now this one will be in Buffalo. A little bit different. Also, also, th- this is the way that this lo- like I don't really know how this will play out because obviously that game was in the it was was in Cincy, but also Cincy kind of got screwed. Like they were yeah, in contention Cincy's for the one right seed now. going into They're that pissed. week. 
They also, they could have gotten playoff advantage for home field over Buffalo could have gotten the one seat. Like there were so many opportunities that they could have had a lot on the line there. Mm-hmm. Obviously you can't complain given the circumstances, but you could be in theory upset given what you got from the NFL. So no, no, I, I think the Bengals have the right to be upset about the coin flip shit and how the NFL handled it. Like I but think the coin right flip, the coin flip was for Buffalo and the chiefs. It wasn't for the Bengals. Oh, I thought it was also for Ravens and Bengals. If the Ravens beat week 18. Yeah. Yeah. If the, but, but the thing is before that, before the game uh, between the bills and the, and the, and the Bengals, they had the exact same record. No, yeah, yeah, either yeah. of them could have been the one seed mm-hmm. had whoever won that week won the, the next week as well. And the Chiefs lost. So they like the Bengals were in contention for the one seed. And then if they won that game, if that game continued and they ended up winning it, not only would they be in contention for the one seed, they'd have the two seed right out. So yeah, or outright. So they could be playing this game in Cincinnati instead of playing it in Buffalo. And I think that that's going to be extra motivation too. I just think the dynamic of this game is going to be really interesting because Buffalo still playing for DeMar Hamlin. It's a rematch of that game. There's going to be a lot of emotions flowing. There's going to be a lot of thoughts going. There's going to just, there's a lot of history and, and background information that are going to go into this game. So it's really going to be interesting just to see how it goes. Like at all, I would say like this technically counts as like a rematch game, revenge game but it's not it's not really a revenge game i'd say it still is a rematch because they still had to prepare for the other teams so and i mean if anything it could lead to a more entertaining playoff game because these teams didn't whip out everything in that first game and they still have some shit that the other teams haven't seen at all so still got some shit ready uh i'm going Bengals over bills here everett and the whole reason I'm thinking about this is I, Josh Allen last week. I, I know he's going to have a bad turnover in this game. Okay. I know it's going to happen. Like last week they had a fumble and then Josh Allen also got picked. Like he's going to have some really, really careless play, but that's the risk you run with Josh Allen when he can have exciting ass long ass throw and really long runs and shit that that, that's the risk reward you're going to get i just i feel like this Bengals team i think joe burrow is 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 just a built a little bit different i i i'm obviously pretty biased here like joe burrow's my guy but i just i'm i i don't i feel more confident in the Bengals than the bills to put up points down the stretch when you need a touchdown you need to score I'm more confident in Joe Burrow right now. I also like in general, I think this matchup kind of sucks from a fan perspective because really we want two of the of most liked teams. teams in the NFL. If it could be the Super Bowl, like I'm sure everybody would be happy for it being the Super yeah. Bowl. Right. So that just kind of sucks. But looking at it like, okay, think about I'm just me thinking back. Okay. The Bills have had multiple seasons where they've been eliminated last second play over time. Yeah. To go to the Super Remember Bowl last year with the Chiefs, like heartbreaking shit. Yeah. And I've seen too many pictures of Stefan Diggs standing on the field watching yeah. the confetti fall. And I think that the the the, the Bills have have needed a boost. They've needed something 
to kick them in the ass, to get them over that hump. Like, why does this keep happening? What, what needs to change for them to do better? And I honest to God, think that this horrific set of events with, with DeMar Hamlin, obviously we're all happy he's doing better now, but I, I think playing for DeMar and, and for what he stands for and for the team collectively, I think that that's the motivation that they've needed, that they've been missing. And I think that this is just, this is the year. And if they don't do it this year with that, if they don't do it in general, that's it. Like they're not like they're not gonna make the Super Bowl if they don't do it this year. And obviously the Bengals, one of the best teams in the NFL, great offense. And the, the Bills defense got f- almost fucking waxed off the face of the earth by a third screen quarterback last week. But Josh Allen, the Bills have still. Josh Allen has not lost in Buffalo, has not lost a playoff game in Buffalo. He got those pre-playoff, those wildcard jitters out versus a division rival who knows their defense, who knows their offense, right? Mike McDaniels, Mike McDaniel, great offensive guru, can manipulate stuff on the fly. Obviously, Zach Taylor's still a very good coach too. Joe Burrow's a great quarterback. But I think there's more on the line for the Bills this game, and they want it more. And that's the determining factor there. Now, I I do I, I I'm gonna pause real quick on that last the very last thing you said. I I agree. Yeah, Buffalo Buffalo is very motivated, of course. I mean, how could they not be? And not not only just Tamar Hamlin, but also they had a home game canceled. And they had to play in Detroit. They uh, on Thanksgiving uh, or not Thanksgiving on Christmas Eve. They got stuck in Chicago. Their plane uh, flight got canceled, so they had to spend Christmas Eve without their families just as a team in Chicago. So they've been through a lot this year. They've had a lot of stuff taken away from them. And, like, I, I 100% agree. Bills, yes, they're very motivated. I do think, though, the Bengals are pretty fucking motivated, too. Being in the Super Bowl last year, they're fucking motivated, too. I, oh, yeah, I, no, don't get me I wrong. Don't think it's, I don't think it's... Uh, it's easy to say the Bills are more motivated than the Bengals. I don't think it's quite easy to say. I think the Bengals are fucking really fucking pissed off at the end. Not the Bills, the NFL right now, and that as a whole is translating. But I, I also anger. think being pissed off at the NFL and being pissed off at the on like at the Bills, like it doesn't really translate. And I, I also like. Look, I, I honestly, to be honest, I I would be happy. I'm happy with either of these t- teams winning. I just want a good game. No, no. I, I personally, no, no. I, I want. I personally record. think that the Bills, Bills will win this I game. I want the Bills to win. Ah, I'm I, sorry, Buffalo. I personally think that like the Bills will win this game. I think that. Yeah, we got the house divided on this one. That's and okay. I also think that whoever wins this game is going to win the AFC. And I, that sucks that it's not the, the 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 conference championship because that's the way that it should be. Mahomes. But I I think that whoever wins this game is going to win the AFC, and I think that it's both because one the Bengals just happen to be the Chiefs' kryptonite. They do it every fucking year. They did it last year. And two, Buffalo wants it more. The Buffalo gets a rematch with the Chiefs for the third year. After have even possibly the I don't know it might be the fourth year, third year, having after getting knocked out by them the last two years in overtime, with everything to play for, I think that they they are they are 
putting everything out on the field that day. Yeah, so Buffalo's lost now three years in a row to the Chiefs, pretty sure. So I'm just saying, like, I don't think I think that I think that Buffalo two years in a row. Fuck, got that wrong. Got that wrong. Buffalo wants that game versus the Chiefs more than anything in the world. Arguably, look ahead though. Can't look ahead. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. But but the prospect of playing the Chiefs, having that matchup. As a fan, I'm rooting for that now. Now yeah. you got me bought. As a fan, I'm rooting for that. But also at the same time, I'm sorry, Buffalo, because I just curse you. And the Bengals are definitely winning now. Okay, uh, that game is just a full toss-up. I, I, I do think, though, also Bills just... If they had a Von Miller on their team, my, my opinion might be a little different. But, okay. Cowboys at Niners. I went boys. You went this Niners. This is the only game that We've is been not up Niners a lot. This, this is so. the only game that is not a rematch of a regular season matchup. By the way, oh, okay. every other team has faced I like each other. Favorite facts. I like that could be a new. Every game. other team, every other facts. team, in the playoffs in the divisional round has faced each other, except for the Cowboys and the 49ers. So Cowboys Niners. Okay, uh, let's just start with this. Quarterbacks. Dak Prescott versus Brock Purdy. Yeah, the Are funny the thing though, by the way, the the funny thing is, and I don't know if this is sad or or what, but like the fact of the matter is, it's a toss up between the two. I'm Going really into this not game, sold on this game at all, and I also think it's because both teams had significant wins last week so like they both looked good last week so but, that okay here's the thing the, the, the cowboys the cowboys have arguably the best defense in in the playoffs still yeah the the 49ers so have the arguably Niners. the second best defense but, in the playoffs right now it, it's it's right there so okay so they're like, neck and neck right we so now say, we're looking at which I, offense okay. is going oh, to quick, shit the bed less the two best pass rushers left in the playoffs are nick bosa and micah parsons do we agree I agree with that. Okay. I give Bosa the, the edge, uh, obviously, because I'm a bandwagon. But when I think about this game and, and how, how to attack the Niners, how, how, are, how, are, how can the Cowboys You just screw have to up the Niners Brock Purdy. That really gotta, is it. I, like, I, think, I think a lot of people are like, confusing Brock Purdy. Like, yeah, you're, they're going to be – they're going to be changing coverages and shit, but I they got to get in his face and pressure him. But also, can I, can I let, let me let me ask you this? By the way, just just a general statement. How perfect would it be? How how good would the NFL writers script be for Brock Purdy, the the Mister Irrelevant, the later pick than Tom Brady, yeah. to go out as a rookie and win the fucking Super or go to the Super Bowl? Either of them. As Tom Brady's no, it, indecisive about what he's doing, the next be, Tom Brady is born. And, Tom and Brady he's for the 49ers. Like, that's, that's just NFL a, strip that'd be a dagger to the heart for Tom. Oh. oh, that'd be... But, oh, but okay, like, God. here's the thing, okay? Obviously, last last week, Dak played great. Phenomenal. Comparatively, comparatively to, to how he'd been playing the last couple weeks. I'm not saying the, 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 the shit Dak is gone. I'm not saying the crappy Dak is gone, but I am saying maybe he has some more moxie now. Okay. So you have that. Yeah, you have Brock got Purdy. It under who, the belt, you know, Brock Purdy, who has not lost a start yet. Yeah. Miners it's are also in San on an Francisco. 11 game win streak right now. It's in San Francisco. 
and still somehow Brock Purdy is playing for his job. So, Very interesting. I don't know about you, but to this point, I have not seen Brock Purdy falter once. And I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse, but since the entire time he's been playing right now as a starter in the NFL, I haven't seen that rookie indecisiveness. I haven't really I, seen I, it. I, I'll be honest. Last game, a lot of people are uh, re- really talking up uh, Brock Purdy a lot. Like there was one, oh my God, there's this one like viral, like, like name a person who could make this throw. And like, the, it was just like underthrown. <laughs> like, like, that's wait, a minute. You got... You guys are like roasting him right now by posting this, like whoever the hell did. I, I okay, Brock Purdy. It's 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 a case of win because or win. Uh, also, win with. A, a they're winning note. with Brock Purdy right now. But the thing is, Kyle Shanahan is making this offense so fucking easy for Brock Purdy that he doesn't even have to think. He can't well, I mean, it pays to have a there. fucking offensive guru head coach that no, no, can do no, no, that because no, no, not no, everybody I, can. No, no, also, I know. just another point. Brock Purdy doesn't need to do uh, that. Another point. The 49ers have a great offensive line, and they have Trent Williams going up against Micah Parsons, which might be now, the best matchup for that. This is something I'm thinking about. Okay. Now, obviously, Micah likes to play uh, that right edge position. He likes to go up against left tackles. This is why I think they're going to have to do it. Like, so... With Bosa and Mac in the in the in the 40 snaps they played together this season, they like to switch around after they've whipped out their full bag of moves on the tackle and they like to switch because the other tackle hasn't seen their shit. I do think if Micah can't be on Trent all day, or but my, my point, my point going right into that sometimes you gotta my, let Micah my point going Micah. into that though is Looking at the trenches, bag him up. I'm not. But looking at the trenches, right? That the the Cowboys, the biggest part of their defense, the reason why it's so good is because of that D line, specifically because of that D line, and the reason why the the 49ers defense is so good. I mean, they have a great corner in in Ward. They have Fred Warner, great, but also like their defensive line is is a very big part of it too. They think, but I think on on paper they have a couple better players in general position groups than, than the Cowboys, but. Looking yeah. at those two trench matchups, okay? The 49ers defensive line looks way better against the, the Cowboys offensive line than the Cowboys defensive line looks against the 49ers offensive line. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I think that that's yes. really important because... I'm with you on that. Because the Cowboys get all those turnovers and get all of those plays because of how much pressure that they can put. And if they can't put pressure on Purdy, if they can't put pressure on the quarterback that that's going to be an issue. No, that, that is very true. I, I, I think, okay. Hmm. I, I, I do think this, uh, how the fuck do you stop Debo McCaffrey and Kittle? Hey, you said like, you wanted, you said you're picking the Cowboys. No, no, I am picking the Cowboys. I am picking the Cowboys. Uh, but I also saw, thought the same thing. How do you guard uh, Brock Bowers and Darnell Washington? Then I saw Ohio State do it. So I, I've I've been surprised. I've been surprised. So I I, I feel Brandon like Brock Ayuk. Purdy. I I don't know if I feel like this is going to be this is going to be the game where Brock Purdy is going to have a situation where he's going to have to nut up or shut up. Our our favorite line. No, he probably will. And I think I think game this where is he probably makes some mistake, but I also don't think it's going to be detrimental enough for the 49ers to lose. 
I think, I think that this is be. the 49ers game to lose. Like, I think that this game is in their hands. I think that it's up, basically up to them. It's not like it's, it's, it's up to them. Their fate is really in their hands right now. I, I, I'm ultimately with you on that. Like the 49ers definitely are in control just on paper. When you look at this matchup. Also Mike, Mike McCarthy, like <laughs> does not know what the fuck he's doing against the 49ers. I don't know if he ever has strong opinions on Mike McCarthy. I just, just, just did the math. Well, I, well, the end of his term with the, with the Packers was, was pretty nice actually, because he sucked ass. (laughs) So I'm fine with him. Um, him and and his Denny's, Denny's menus, but all right. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my whole just with the 49ers. Um, No, like I do think the 49ers are a wagon. Like if, I'm actually not even sure Jimmy G or not. I don't really care. I, I just feel like, like, holy shit. Like, if this team really had a quarterback. Also, by oh, the way, how no. do we feel about Brock Purdy sitting a year underneath Tom Brady if Tom Brady goes to the 49ers? I'm not sure if that could happen. I don't think it could work. I don't, I, like, well, And also, Tom Brady's not going to be teaching Brock Purdy. Tom, Tom Brady's not going to be teaching any rookies shit. Tom Brady's got his own stuff to worry about. He's not going to be helping him out. I don't know. He would, but... No, not Brady. Uh-uh. Okay. Let me uh let me give my my power Maybe rankings. Flacco, after... but... Let me give my power rankings after the wild card round real quick and we'll wrap with that. Here we go. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Chiefs, 49ers, Bills, Bengals. Oh, I fucked that up. Hold up. Chiefs, 49ers, Bills, Cowboys, Bengals, Eagles, Jaguars, Giants, Vikings, Chargers. Charter, Chargers I, are getting, getting Chargers they, they are very lucky that they are there. I was about to put the Lions there. I, so. I don't know why you threw us in there. Thanks, I, I guess. <laughs> okay, well, we could we could re, we could redo this real quick. No, no, Chiefs, no, no. It's, it's, Chiefs, Chiefs, 49ers, Bills. Cowboys, Bengals, Eagles, Jag- Jaguars, Giants, Jaguars, Jaguars, Giants, Vikings, Lions. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I to be honest, Chargers, fucking, we're the laughing stock of the NFL right now. You can't, you can't put us in the top ten, dude. You can't do it. But uh, you know, we live and we learn. You know, yeah. we move with we that. Move. Thank you guys so much for watching, listening. Rate us five stars on Spotify. You can find us on TikTok, YouTube, and on Twitter at Waterboy Pod. Find our personal handles right here down below. Uh, I would say bring us on Delta Airlines, but uh, that hasn't really been happening much. So you know what? Bring us on Amtrak. We're going to be Amtrak's personal podcast now. Okay. Um, Really branching out there with our audience. Oh, yeah. Uh, But with that... Waterboy's out.